I asked Danny before we started recording what podcast topic we should talk about today. And he was like, hmm, and sat there for like 30 seconds. And I thought he was going to think of something really good. And then he just goes, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, super helpful. Thank you. <laughs> that's funny. That's what, I, that's what I do, except it takes... What kind of cord was that that just fell? Oh, that was the other laptop. What the fuck was going on? <laughs> yeah, that's like what I do, except it, I sit there for like two hours thinking of shit. And then I'm like, I don't know. I guess we'll say, you know? Yeah, I don't have anything today. I thought we should do something lighter. <sighs> like... The most cringe experience you ever had in your life. Yeah, every day Ellie shows me TikToks of like super cringy videos that she just for some reason has to fucking watch. And she's like, watch this. And I always like, babe, I don't, that's making me, that upsets my tummy. It upsets, like, upsets my tummy watching that one. Oh God. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> pull up, pull up TikTok and scroll for 10 seconds. And I'm sure you've seen at least seven, you know? Like, what is it? What do you mean cringe? Like what they're doing gives you like secondhand embarrassment or... I should really, well, I tested my recording. It's been on. Sorry, my mic is off. I'm struggling with the technology today. Yeah, you should tell everyone what happened. <laughs> well, you're going to be like, well, wait, am I listening to the right episode? I just listened <laughs> to this. Surely I'm not on the newest one. No, um, but the same exact problem happened i blame the technology you get mad as if it's the technology and it's really it's it's, it's my own shortcoming because i a I, I now have experienced this computer com- just dying on me and not ha- not holding a charge and like not even like st- holding on to power if it was low if it's low battery even with it being plugged into power like it just shuts off yeah and so i always just try to keep it like <laughs> between 80 and 100 percent battery um, and again, I know you tech people out there would be like, that's not what you should just get a new, just get a new computer, dude. I'm like, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Thank you. I got it. I understand. Um, do you have the funds but, currently to do that? Of course not. <laughs> of course I not. Most because I mean, do. well, to get like a new computer, sure. But to get like, I want, I would want like another Mac. I just love it. And those things cost some fucking money, dude. Yeah, they do. Just to get a new computer. Yeah, I'm sure I do, but not like a fucking... Not one that I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're basically saying you have good high cost taste. <laughs> yeah, I have a toxic personality. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's. <laughs> oh, that's not you were saying? Um, no. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you know what Ellie really likes to listen to? And I'm not, this isn't just a hound on Ellie show, but I don't know. Um, she's just in my thoughts a lot. Aw. Um, yeah. <laughs> But she'll just like watch like the interrogation footage of like child like child killers. And when I say oh. child killers, I, I don't mean like adults killing children. I mean children that have killed people. Oh. Like I'm talking like maybe 15 and younger and she'll just like start like that listening to like, watch and I'm just say. like yeah, and I'm just like babe or like the the like the um like the 911 call of a kid like a 12 year old who just like killed his aunt and cousin like they're dead and i i'm all bloody i don't know what happened 
I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, those they exist, man. But I know have you she talked to her them about it? Like, does she say specifically no, no. why? <laughs> she just <laughs> she likes subway. them. It's so interesting. I mean, I get it because like we'll watch like we watch true crime there. If we had a, like a true crime phase for a little bit, and I guess it's kind of the same thing, but like. I don't know. It's 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 just a different like they, they don't show you that stuff on true crime, you know, like it's sort of like a dramatized like I don't like biopic of the situation. But this is like that was the fucking call that like listening to that kid's voice who just like unknowingly killed two people because they have some crazy brain malfunction that no one really caught on um, to. They just wow. thought this this kid was like hyperactive or something like that, you know. No, it's like bipolar schizophrenia. And so this kid killed just two minutes. Like, uh. That is kind of scary. And, and, and I'm just like, turn it. Good vibes, babe. Good vibes. <laughs> the fuck? The there fuck. is something to be said about that. My mom has talked about that, how she used to watch, um, oh, the Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yeah. Or she'll watch something <clears throat> of that nature and she'll be like, I just can't. I when you surround yourself with that every day, yeah, that it like one mm-hmm. paranoia, two negativity, like there's a bunch of things that like subconsciously like seep into your head. Yeah. When you surround yourself with that constantly. Okay, one minute. Someone's at my door. Oh geez. Come on, princess. Oh, I thought you meant your front door. <laughs> nah, just tater. My cat was just meowing and meowing and meowing at my door. I'm surprised my boy hasn't started clawing at the basement door yet. It's too Would hot you... for you to sit on my lap, tater. I can't. What's the temperature there? Oh, like 80, mid-80s. That's pretty nice. There's I got a 98% humidity, though. Oh, geez. So it's like hot, hot then. It's well, pretty damp. <laughs> Everything's a little it's moist. Like, it's like 95 degrees here with like 90% humidity. It's terrible. I got in my car like two days ago and like the, you know, like a, a hot sitting car with a thermostat on it will read a little hotter than it is outside. Yeah. But not too far off. Like, and I got and I turned my car on and it read 112 degrees. Oh, wow. Like, that's that is like what they, that's what they keep it like infrared saunas. That's like yeah, the that is and I'm like, hot. I was like, get this blasted, get this blasted. Oh, so yeah. We watched um, Our Godchild over the weekend. That was fun. We watched him Friday night. We watched him. No, no. Overnight? Yeah. We watched him all day. We got, we we watched him at his house. Mm -hmm. His mom was road tripping to pick up a friend, um, her girlfriend, sorry, that's moving here. They're back. Cool. And, but they didn't want to take him because he's one, he's one years old. He, he's one That's year, a lot. one a year old. trip. Yeah. And so we, but then, um, it was kind of going to be nice because initially like Ellie was at the, um, you know, she had to work, but she got like, luckily someone canceled. She was able to move some stuff around and finagle her way to that Friday being off. And it was good timing because Ellie's grandpa, this doesn't have to be in the podcast. I'm kind of just telling you, but Ellie's grandpa, um, just got out of the hospital with some back, back problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so her mom and grandma of this baby um had to drive up to seneca kansas to like kind of hang out with him for like a couple days and make sure everything's uh, yeah, okay you know and uh so we got the whole friday off and then we stayed with him and it was super fun because he's like just a one-year-old guy and how did it make you feel it was so much fun like, it was nice like want kids um, not want kids no. like being with them all the time <laughs> well i i kept in my head 
in my head. You have to change that your diaper? We, well, no. I changed your diaper like four times. Um, but I kept in my head the experiences that we had. We, we He stayed with us overnight once when he was like fucking like three no, weeks old. Baby. Like, yeah. like an infant. Yeah, like a newborn baby. And that was... Fresh like out of the womb, baby. yeah, that, and he had colic like right away, and so oh, no, yeah, and so it was just nonstop. Like we like, there was no sleep to be had that night, and we were just like the fuck, you know. And then we watched him again when he was, I want to say, like maybe three to five months old, mm-hmm. and he still was kind of dealing with like that same tummy trouble, and not quite as sensitive, but still, I was like, didn't get a lot of sleep, yeah, and. Now he's a year old and we had him overnight again. But again, we were at his house in his environment that he's used to every day. Um, so, but it was a good time. So I bet it's it kind of cool he's... seeing him like at those different ages. That's what mm-hmm. I always really liked about the twins. God, he's so freaking cute. Overnight shit develops, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. one, I'd leave Friday from work and then the next Monday they'd be walking or, you yeah. know, they said the <laughs> first word, like it just happens overnight. It happens fast. It, yeah. And it was, it was super fun. Like I freaking loved it. I was getting a little like antsy pantsy because we got there on like Friday morning at like nine 30 and we were to be there with them until, you know, like the next day. Yeah. Um, they had some car trouble coming back. So they got in a little bit later and I watched them by myself from like 10 to like two really two thirty until mom got home yeah um wow mm-hmm. it was it was he was freaking awesome like he had there was no troubles at all he like went right to sleep when he normally goes right to sleep he ate all of his food he was happy the whole time it was freaking great and i was like this is all this is fun having this little kid you know around because he's just the funniest little guy we were sitting on the porch swing and he was just like laying like over my legs and just like staring at his hands, squeezing his fingers. And that was his entertainment to himself for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like patting his back. And then he just kind of starts to nod asleep. I was like, all right, nap time. Perfect. This is yeah. so, you know. What I up? love when kids discover their tongues. And so they'll oh, sit there geez. for like 10 minutes like. Rune can do this. And like, he does it all the time. Like a tisking sound. Yeah, like a click, like a tisk, like a like a click with his tongue. I don't really know. He's he's better at it than I am, um, for sure. <laughs> but even so, even so, it was great, and he was great. Like I still was like, this is exhausting. Yeah, this is because also he's one. He's crawling and he's like trying so hard to stand with every like. He's trying so hard to stand, mm-hmm. and he wears himself out. And this kid sleeps eighteen hours a day. <laughs> I will literally tell you, he sleeps from like five thirty to two. He gets another ball at two a.m. Goes right back to sleep, and he's up at seven. And then he goes, he takes his nap at like eleven thirty noon. He'll sleep for two hours, and he's fucking back. I'm like, he's literally sleeps for eighteen hours a day. Like, he just has me nudge. He just nudges me out for person I know that sleeps the most. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of growing going on. Yeah, and he's like when he's rest. up, he's he is like nonstop on the go experiencing and like putting new stuff into his brain constantly like and honest on, on top of it trying to to develop some locomotion muscles you know mm-hmm. kid's crazy and he'll eat like two chips and that's it he's set he's set for like 36 <laughs> hours it's crazy that was another thing i had i struggled with was the kids always ate more frequently but they were really small meals because they have little yeah. tiny tummies you know little tiny t- and they're just now at that point where they're like having solid food yeah exactly and we tried to have give them like a little like this pasta thing like it's like a s- s- squash 
pasta thing. Uh-huh. And I don't know. It was like his mom left it out for us to like give him, and he wanted nothing to do with it. He was, he <laughs> he was like, gross. <laughs> he was like, get this shit away from me. I'm going to stick to my cheddar cheese vegetable puffs. Do you think you'll be, I think you will, but do you think you'll be a good dad? I well, I really, I would want to be like, I have the aspiration to be a, a, like a good dad. And I think that's a start I think that's a very, in the like, right direction. Uh, how do I want to say this? Good dad, quote unquote, is very uh, subjective to yeah. your family. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like even just saying that, I think everyone wants just to be the best possible version of themselves for their kids. It's tough because I think about the people who uh, like didn't necessarily get to choose to be a dad. Like Ellie and I are kind of a good spot, and like just like you and Daniel, like you're you're in a position where like if you're if you're gonna have a kid, you're gonna choose to have a kid. Yeah. Because um, I I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that didn't really choose to have a kid. A kid kind of just happened. Yep. You know, for whatever reason. Like I'm not. No shame. Yeah, fucking use birth control. Yeah, no shame. Well, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, use birth control, condoms, protect yourself kind of thing. <laughs> but even so, like sometimes like pregnancy just like, like God could just put a kid in your stomach. Like that's happened. It's been documented. Are you talking about Jesus? Well, yeah. <laughs> that's your evidence to that? <laughs> like, so who knows? Who knows? Like, I don't know. Like Joseph didn't choose to be a father, but now he's got to take care of this kid. He that is funny you're right that's though cr- yeah like those people i feel like they do they get to choice to be a good dad or they just got to go on the fly you know like you can't choose to that's be good the other at thing is, you can't choose to be good at something. they always say no one's ever ready to be a parent oh, yeah my no mom way says way to like learn it you know you just do it as you go my mom who had a kid at uh, 20 <laughs> and then a kid at 26 like you're never ready i'm like you kind of jumped the gun it seemed like but whatever it's fine i'm like i still accept your your advice that is true i you're not the first person to say that to me um, yeah oh so are you pregnant nope mm, is that uh, the appointment was about no i actually had a therapy appointment i oh, am good trying better help for the first time Oh, like all over the phone? You hear about BetterHelp all the time. It's kind of yeah. online. So what's really, yeah. I didn't know. I thought it was like a text message thing. Well, you can. You can mainly keep it between, it's kind of your preference. You can text, you can do phone calls, you can do online video sessions or whatever. But yeah, I'm trying it out because, you know, you hear all the ads for it. And the yeah. only negative thing I've ever heard about BetterHelp didn't have anything to do with clients doing better help it had to do with the therapist the therapists were complaining about um mm. uh what were they complaining about something about turnover i think because like a client can decide that they don't want you know you to be their therapist anymore you have complete control over that um mm. but as a user of it currently um i had my first therapy session today with my therapist and i think it went well i liked the questions she asked and I don't think it's something I need forever, but I don't know. Lately, I've just wanted something. It's nice to run your thoughts and ideas and feelings by someone else that is completely separate from your life, doesn't have any care in the world about what you're really doing. You know, they just want to help you kind of move forward. So, say, yeah, and they're like they're professionally trained in in guiding like thoughts and understanding like and what your attitude means, coping yeah. mechanisms and stuff. Exactly. So. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's going to go well. Good on you. Good on you. Um, you ever thought about I'm doing hap- better? I'm happy. 
I have. I've looked into it, actually. Um, Even if you do it for like a month or two, don't get me wrong. I'll just let everyone know. I am paying like a little bit of a discounted rate because if you say you've been referred from someone, I think they get profits toward it. So like I said, I heard it from Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard, which is a, true. That's where I heard about better. I hear it. For, I heard time. it from Smartless. Smartless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so you can get discounted rates if you put in where you heard it from. Because like I said, I think they get a whoever gave the referral, whatever gets a profit of it. But True. anyway, so it's like $288 a month. And, but that includes like one weekly session messaging with your therapist at all times, basically. Um, you can get group classes. You, they do this like journal thing. They have like writing exercises. There's a bunch of different things that come with it. And so, wait, so you see, can we go back? Um, shout out better help. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> we're, we're not sponsored by them, but um, <laughs> let's maybe we can strike a deal. I just um, wanted to try. You said it. the mess. Sorry, the messaging thing. You get like what you said. I was confused because you, you said like one, one message. No, you get one what? session. One session. So like that's a phone call or a video session with your therapist once a week. Oh, like fifty okay. minutes of like constant communication. Yes. Yep. And then an actual like therapy appointment, but then you can like message them in the BetterHelp portal, like day to day. You can be like, oh, I felt this I today. See. Blah, okay. Blah. And it's kind of like a record of they can kind of it kind of can keep track of how you're feeling day to day and everything. Yeah. But in the now. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So I don't know. I'm gonna do it for a couple months because, like I said, I don't. Therapy is a tool. It should be a tool for you to mm-hmm. use when you need it. It doesn't need to be. Some people need therapy all the time and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I don't think, I think I just want to go in. I want to learn some coping mechanisms. I want to get out of my own head so that I can progress forward in life. Um, Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. That's awesome, man. And I was kind of like hesitant on bringing this up, not to just take, take it over to me, but I can relate to what you're saying Mm -hmm. about like, you know, just wanted to to do it and take any step you might be able to take to make yourself a better person and to prepare you for the future that you have coming right um i just yeah. bought this book what is it taking, taking charge. charge of adult adhd proven strategy wait proven strategies to succeed at work at home and in relationships what yes. uh made you do this well because i think i have adhd and i'm getting <laughs> screened for it well i have a consultation whether or not the actual screening is going to be done, uh, a medical professional. Oh, okay. To, um, she's going to screen me for an ADHD diagnosis because okay. I feel like I have it. Um, we we were listening to, going to throw another shout out here, everyone, Ologies. You've with done Allie that Ward. many times. <laughs> Allie, she just rolled your eyes at you, and I'm sorry. She When I said your name, she rolled her eyes. If you ever listen and, to this podcast and you are offended, Allie Ward, I will apologize. Because <laughs> we, we should all aspire to be her. Um, <laughs> if we're going to start just like naming religious figures. Um, <laughs> start an anyway. Allie Ward religion. <laughs> A church. <laughs> an ologies church. Um, well, Ellie, Ellie would join. She already has the t-shirt, uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> no, we were listening to um, the ADHD episode and we were listening to it in our living room i was mm-hmm. playing ellie was drawing and i was playing a video game and we had it she had like her airpods and i had an earbud in and she had one in and we were just listening to it because we love doing it. i don't know it's just awesome and um 
the guy who was on was the guy who wrote this book, Russell A. Dr. Russell A. Barkley. Um, and I'm not going to like sit here and just start quoting the book because uh, copyright we, we'll, issues. We yeah, learned that the yeah, hard way. We'll be in trouble <laughs> for copyright infringement. Um, but like it's just everything he was saying was like really, really sitting with me to a point where I was like almost in tears. I was like this like sounds this sounds like everything and exactly everything that I've been like like low-key struggling with but didn't understand Mm -hmm. for a while now um and that led me to maybe to think about a little more and do some research and then I just said fuck it I'm just gonna go buy his book and I the irony is not lost on me it did take me a while to find the book um because I wanted to find it on by myself at Barnes and Noble, because um, I think that's more fun. But in doing that, I get got distracted a lot with other books like <laughs> like uh, backcountry camping techniques and recipes or something like that. Like I just started looking at that book, and Lord help me if I walk into like the cookbook section. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also with the like just reading it in particular, you know, I was always kind of just one of those guys where I'd have to read something a couple times because halfway through the paragraph i'm kind of thinking about something else whether it is related to the paragraph i've i'm reading but i'm currently thinking about what's for dinner tonight or I, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've extended the thought i heard in sentence two and now I'm, my mind's running away with that thought as i'm continuing to read not processing any new information so i get it i can't like you should have got the audiobook and that's probably true but i couldn't like fill in all these little like does he like, have like worksheets in there? He, he just has like, you know, little, he'll like kind of give examples and these little boxes like, what ex- what are some examples of non-working verbal memory that you struggle with or something like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just been really, really helpful. Um, and I did, I read this book a lot when I was watching The Little Guy. I've only had it for a week and I'm not like the super primo like reader, but I don't know. Well, I think it's interesting. I think any form of self-exploration and self-understanding, I mean... I decided to start going to therapy purely because I have intrusive thoughts that literally sometimes hinder my ability to do things. And so if you are self-aware enough to like realize, okay, I do think this is holding me back. Like that's awesome that you're exploring it and like trying to figure out, you know, cause like, I feel like we want to be the most productive members of society as we can and not even of society. Like we just want to be productive individuals. We want to, like we've yeah. talked about it enough. We we want a lot of ourselves. Like and yeah, we, exactly. We push for ourselves, but if we have the, like these mental processes, whether it was like a developmental issue in the brain or trauma throughout your past life that like hint, hint like hinders that need to be better, mm-hmm. hinder hinders the action taken that need that you require to be better that you want so badly, then like help is needed. You know, like it's something I've in reading this book, I've really kind of learned how much I don't know about myself at all mm-hmm. because it's taken me just the past week since all this happened to like be reading some of these things and to understand like what ADHD actually is and what ADHD is to an adult brain compared to a, kid, a child brain. Um, I think it's how, interesting like, it affects too, and hinders you. what time of your life you're in now too, because you're, mm-hmm. you're past 25, like your brain's fully developed and we're both kind of like, okay, Starting to recognize these patterns now, yeah. like starting to reasonably, 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 reasonably make words properly. Being these, you know, being mm-hmm. this way, and so I think it's interesting that you're doing it at this point in your life too. 
I think been, like, the later half of twenties, your twenties is about uh-huh. really delving deep into who you are because they say by the time you're like 30, 30, mid thirties, you're very, you're kind of set yeah. in your ways a little bit. And Not even set in your ways, but more, more, um, sure of who you are, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think it has to do maybe something like like it's crazy to me, like it, thinking about all this is like crazy to me that people have, like my mom, like she had two kids by the time she was my age. Like how, oh, like, I you know. can't, like you can't, how do you like look within yourself when you're trying to raise two other human beings to be the best version of themselves? Like, well, you can't. You know, like, does that like almost trap you a little bit in like the state you are? No, that's not true. Cause that can't be true. No, I think there's something very true. It reminds me of the podcast we talked about with my mom, you know, for a long time, she didn't have the time to cope or learn how to cope with, you know, the trauma she faced. Because she had six of us. Mm-hmm. Like, at what yeah. point in her day is she supposed to do that? Is she that, thinking you know? about herself? Like, yeah, she can't. So mm-hmm. it's I also hard because, I mean, they say, they, I'm just using examples from is this ADHD book every time I think about it. Um, but I lost it. Damn it. <laughs> See, that's why I got the book. Um, <laughs> wow oh that's frustrating it's okay. you'll get man. back to that's, it that's frustrating and see that's Not, probably another thing that you really get annoyed with it is and like i just constantly forgetting shit but um i it, it's making me really like just reading a few things from like the first two three chapters i'm like holy shit like i'm already like recognizing how often like i'm experiencing these symptoms that people who are diagnosed with like Mm -hmm. experience and not to say like every single adult on this world experiences like symptoms of adhd it's not like just cut and dry symptoms because there's like 109 right or some shit like that um it's like to what extent are these symptoms like actually hindering your life like is it actually a hindrance to you is it is it keeping you down Mm -hmm. um because that's where the diagnosis comes in like if you're doing fine as an adult they're not going to diagnose you with adhd yeah, that's see, yeah. I had that same thing because when I went to my therapist last year when I was going to in-person therapy, um, she did. She wanted to do an ADHD or an ADD um, test on me. And then because, yeah, they go through this list and they ask you these questions. And my therapist today even was doing it for OCD. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one I've done is anxiety. And I don't fall within the levels of where they can diagnose me for. I just have mm-hmm. those small tendencies. You're just and experiencing. I, yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone kind of struggles with it. It's all on a spectrum, you know, how much you, cause like my sister, Courtney, um, she suffers from anxiety too, but at a much different level than I do. And so like being aware of that and, the other thing I want people to understand is just because you don't think you suffer from it as much as someone else doesn't mean it's not okay for you to go and like seek out help for it. Because I could look at my sister and be like, Oh, I'm fine because I don't struggle near as much as like she mm-hmm. does. And don't get me wrong. She is light years better than she used to be when she was a kid, but she's had a lot of time to like figure herself out, you know? And, but like, just because I see how much, harder it is for her doesn't mean that i shouldn't seek out mm-hmm. seek it out for myself it's like well it's too. not as bad as hers so i shouldn't exactly. i shouldn't complain or go in at all that shouldn't be your thought mm-hmm. process which yeah. i have had that thought process before i mean it's tough like i i knew nothing i knew nothing about adhd or 
ADD. Like it's like they're the same. I have learned that they're like the same thing, just on different. The, the ADD and ADHD set on the the same spectrum. They're just two opposite ends of it. Yeah. Um, and is what I've gathered. Um, <laughs> but like I just, I didn't know anything about it, and like I obviously I wasn't diagnosed with it as a kid. Like even like through like the real studies about this. Um, you know, it's like an, it's a, like a real neurological disorder, um, that can't be controlled. Like it can't be like you, I, I thought forever, like things that I was struggling with at the time or like things like being annoyed with myself for like these tendencies that I had. I thought it was just a matter of like self-discipline or, um, I'm just not as much easily distracted. Like it was, it was easy to write off. Right. Mm-hmm. As, as something that I just wasn't behaving properly or I wasn't not behaving. God, I struggle with this, man. It was just really hard to recognize that like I like there was it was it's really tough for me to recognize else. patterns. It was really mm-hmm. tough for me to recognize like the patterns and the shortcomings that I have. Because, you know, you ever think about like constantly think about your shortcomings, constantly be thinking about like recognizing those like that's hard to do, especially for yourself. There's always society that you can't see and there's always society that you won't see. You know, it's mm-hmm. crazy how. And it wasn't until I listened to that podcast a week ago where I was like, holy shit, like I, I really think this could be like a thing for me. Honestly, I'm like, as a, as a grown person who's lived, you know, 27 years, I want get out of here (laughs) right on the center of it. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. (laughs) We have a extra guest today. Um. (laughs) There's a few, man. There's like five of them down here. Some flies are flying around here and bothering him. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyways. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's tough to recognize those things because you never want to overly think about like what is wrong with you or why bad things are happening. Well, because you don't recognize that something could be wrong with you either. Mm -hmm. I have a family member um, who just started talking to me about this who um, got diagnosed with ADHD um, at like 49. Mm -hmm. Like she finally had someone, because she started going to therapy, she finally had someone who was like, this is what you have and like here's how we can move forward with it and she said it that helped her immensely Mm -hmm. and it helped her understand herself and the you know things she's done her past more um and to know that you know she she isn't less than she just struggled with something Mm -hmm. that others didn't and yeah yeah so good for you man I, I mean, it, it's tough, too, because, like, it's to a point where I'm just, like, kind of hope I have it. Like, I hope it's something. And it's, again, it's not just, it's not just me not doing something right. right? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, it's, like, an actual, like, miss in my brain. Like, some, like, neurons aren't firing properly in the right order. Mm-hmm. And that, can, like, only medicine can help with that. You know, like, it's, that's also a shitty thing. Like, I'm going to need medicine if I get diagnosed with it. And I don't have insurance. Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine. My family's always been big advocates for medication if you think you need it. But I mean, I think with the diagnosis, there's a lot of things you can learn about how to cope with it on a regular basis too. Um, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, what is the main one? Don't they use Adderall for yeah like that usually yeah and there's well there's a bunch of different ones out there and like there's all different kinds of adhd mm-hmm. as well like it's like a snowflake you're like my particular adhd isn't the same as someone else's adhd yeah exactly y- you know um but it's just like it's it's scary because 
what what kind of really caught my eye and I am kind of citing this is like um so like the mortality rate of adults who go undiagnosed with ADHD people adults who have ADHD and never get diagnosed with their mortality rates like an average decrease of like 13 years compared to like the person holy shit i've never heard that why is that well because they put their it's adhds like at the base level is in a in um like a problem with inhibition like you you can't you you live solely off impulse and that is very dangerous um because it you you kind of miss the step in the human brain that says ah don't do that let's take a step back let's think about it and it happens oh, on many different scales it's um like for me now they're mating on my computer maybe that's what's problem <laughs> there's a bunch of fly eggs in this goddamn computer <laughs> um it's it's a struggle with inhibition um and it that that's the miss in the brain it comes from the development in the frontal lobe um and it's genetic most of the time it's either caused by like like brain injury to, mm-hmm. to that particular portion of the brain or or it's genetic um, and i've had conversations with my in the past week like conversation with my mom and grandparents and my dad especially um because like you most of the time that's that's where it's come from that's where it comes from um and that's what can lead people to just do crazy impulsive things like um Someone might get in like a crazy argument with their girlfriend and just get in their car, speed away. And like, just it, it's so easy to like, they struggle with controlling their emotions, like anger, particularly like really consume someone. Um, just like it, it can consume me like pretty easy. Like I'll go from like kind of being okay. And if I feel bored or like, you know, I, I constantly sit on the couch and I just feel like as if like a spring's been tightened, like I just, just a mm-hmm. tightened spring being held with tension on it in my body about ready to just let go. Like, and if I'm bored or there's nothing to do, then I get very agitated very like easily, like I'm easily agitated, right? And mm-hmm. throughout your life, it can get progressively worse because you're not controlling these tendencies. You're just like falling more and more into it, right? And like people will just kill themselves. People will put themselves in super like it's it has nothing to do with like you just your brain shuts down and you die. Like the people choose to put themselves in a very sketchy situation it ends up killing them and that's why the average lifespan of an undiagnosed adult with adhd is like an average like 12 years less than a normal person because they have tended i mean it's a million things they have tendencies to drive cars faster they you know have a have a greater tendency of self-harm throughout like their 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 life you know mm-hmm. it's that's interesting it's freaking scary and i i thinking back to it i can really just like i I went camping in the Everglades and I was kind of told like, that was like a very scary experience, but it was like, I did that whole thing on a whim. Cause I was just like, I had like two days off coming up in like a few weeks from the restaurant. I was working, you know, 60 to 70 hours a week at, at the time. And I was just so like, just eagerly craving for like just some, some level of excitement. So I like within a week I had like all my, this new backpacking gear and I just hit the Everglades with like no person or really plan. I was just going to say, you know, that's a very, very dangerous situation. Cause I was six miles away from anyone who was, you know, going to be able to help me if something went wrong in a situation I was unable to help myself, mm-hmm. you know? And like I said, like reading this book already, it has, it's already helped me. Like I'm already like, realizing like okay check that's a that's a this tendency okay that's this okay that's an example of this again you know Mm -hmm. and so you're right like and there's some people like 85 percent of people who um adults who are like diagnosed with adhd um say that like medicine 
like completely turns their life around and it changes mm-hmm. their life. And there's like another 15% um, that need medicine and like different practices to help them. And yeah. then there's like another, or may not 15%, a smaller percent. And they're like, there's like a good, like seven or less percent. There's medicine just doesn't work for them for some yeah. reason. Another like ADHD in adults, like is usually coupled with another, like more of the time it's coupled with another problem you might have whether it is a depressive or an anxious disorder or an ocd of some sort um i don't know it's just been it's just been a lot to think about it's kind of just been all i've been doing lately like if i'm at home by myself or i'm just if i'm not in a social setting it's kind of all i can think about right now Hmm. and i'm like this is wild this is why i obviously don't want to like it just makes me nervous and the whole thing just makes me nervous why I don't know. Like, I just don't want to, like, where it's we're going. It's like you're scared if they tell you yes and you're scared if they tell like you no. If they no. tell you no, exactly, exactly. It's like no win I'm like, for you. I just wish, exactly. But I also, like like I said, I want to be able to fucking, like, I have, like, I, ha- I love being, like, I love the feeling of ambition, right? I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds tough. I want to give it a try. Like, I want to be that person, you know, but I can't do things unless they have like that. I, I can reap like short term gratification from these things, mm-hmm. you know, like with that Iron Man, like I knew it was going to be like a, a it was a two year journey. But in that journey, I uh, first ran my marathon and every week, you know, I, I constantly knew I wasn't like good enough to to cover the distance. So, like every week it was like, you know, a little bit harder and I was making it through every week and that like that enough was that was gratification enough every week to know that i was getting just a little bit stronger to meet this one goal um but like things like i can't manage myself to the passage of time is what it's a time management issue i can't Mm -hmm. manage myself to the passage of time because i lack inhibition in myself i'm constantly distracted by other things because some things get too boring like college um (laughs) And yeah. with college, I, I never felt like a sense of like even school at all because you're supposed to do it. Like there's no sense of like gratification because you've done something else. Like I never got that. Um, and that's like I always thought like college was very boring. Um, and it was tough for me to stick with it without going, yeah, it was like three more years of doing this or I could go over here and do this cool thing by in two weeks. You know, like that's more fun for me. Yeah. Because I, I can't, for whatever reason, there's a miss in my brain that convinces me that, you know, sticking it out and waiting is better for us in the long term. Like, I don't have that predisposition mm-hmm. in my head like most like neurotypical adults do who are able to commit to working for a place and, you know, work up the ranks like Danny probably. Um, like, I'm just like, yeah, warehouse job doesn't sound awesome. Like, he's like, that's a great opportunity. I'm like, that sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah well, that sounds super boring and like tedious and that's not you know who would want to do that well a normal person would be like oh well, i'd want to do that because you know after just like a year or two there then i'd be in this awesome position in my life and they're able to look at the long term and i'm just yeah exactly and i'm like yeah i got like fucking 700 dollars. i'll just go skiing i'll just go skiing next weekend like i'm like huh, huh. <laughs> like those things that i've always kind of it's also like uh you sent me like a meme on Instagram or something like that. And it just said like, I'm constantly, I'm just like, I'm one of those people that constantly struggle with like wanting to just ditch everything and live in a van and buying a house and homesteading for the rest of my life with chickens and, st- mm-hmm. you know, like stuff like, and I'm like that, I feel the same way. And it's because of 
this lack of inhibition, am I like so torn between two different worlds that I'm trying to like dab my foot into because I can't commit myself enough to doing one or the other. So I'm just walking around. Just not making any progress. Just listeners treading water. who were on YouTube, he was he was doing a gesture. <laughs> I was doing like a little. Yeah. It yeah, it had to help me think of what I was going to say next. Um. <laughs> well, I think it'll be really interesting. It's once just you yeah. with this medical professional just to see where it goes from here. Yeah, especially if it offers you some kind of clarity. I really hope that it does, man. Been really hard on myself. It's not been awesome. Yeah, I've decided I'm not going to ask you about it anymore because of last week's <laughs> conversation. Yeah, it wasn't awesome either. <laughs> Just let it go, man. Well, I broke one of my of cardinal rules about, you know, when you're talking to someone about something, you need to ask them, am I just listening or am I offering advice? And I didn't do that. And so I just decided I'm not fucking asking him anymore. If he wants to talk about it, he will. It's just hard to talk about the same thing over and over again. You know. But anyway. We can edit that out, too. <laughs> why it's very true we said at the beginning it's of this like when episode, you have something we happen gonna... in your life like something we like tragic almost and people just want to be like how are you doing mm -hmm. at a certain point you're just like i don't want to fucking talk about it anymore you know you're like shitty what do you mean <laughs> yeah like the same. <laughs> you know what happened like exactly <laughs> so yeah stupid <laughs> what were you gonna say uh, we did say at the beginning of this episode that we were going to keep it light and fun and why the kangaroo, <laughs> how fast the kangaroos, at, can, <laughs> how fast can kangaroos actually brain. run? Uh, but I'm excited. No, I'm excited. I'm excited because that was the whole fucking reason of some, taking some time off from work. Yeah. Is to like try to like figure some shit out in the old brain here. And it's finally, I'm not saying it's the answer. No. Not, but it's an, it's a, a hunch, and it, I mean, well, it's amazing. I think it's a pretty good hunch about exposing yourself to things, exposing yourself to new things, mm -hmm. um, constant state of learning that we've talked about before, because you never know what you're gonna go, come across, and you never know what kind of growth it's gonna offer you. Mm -hmm. So, I love that. That's on Wednesday little consultation so we'll see what it goes we'll see what happens from there i had an interview um to be an arborist at a <laughs> an interview That's, to be an arborist yeah that sounds fun like an arborist trainee that sounds fun with like a lawn service that sounds cool yeah just climbing some trees cutting some trees down falling you from got trees. an interview yeah no offense to you or anything because i'm sure you're very well qualified but when i moved to michigan i applied for so many jobs, never got an interview with really? really any of them. Nope. Ecology positions, land not landscaping per se, but like parks positions. I mean, I never got an interview with any of them. It was so hard because <laughs> you just, you know, you don't get these interviews and you've applied to like 50 jobs and you're just like, what's wrong with me? You know, that's crazy. And but I'm also I'm also applying for like blue collar jobs that people just need to fill. I'm not like you know I say arborist and that was the title that they put on the job posting, but it was a fucking like tree trimmer, tree climber, and trimmer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, 
And I think like those to in people in those field can like they can put that experience towards like an actual arborist like certification for sure. Um, yeah. But like it sounds like you were actually signing up for like real big girl positions. I was doing a lot of different things here and there, and yeah, I just never. I think I got out of everything like one interview with a city department, and I didn't end up working out. I can't remember why, but um yeah and that's really shitty when you're not when you're trying to get a job and no one wants you kind of led me to do everything i'm doing now don't get me wrong i'm not making really any money doing any of that but (laughs) maybe uh, you know a few years down the line (laughs) that's awesome get out of here fly how's everything else been man how's this past week been any plans for tomorrow no we're going to go see a fireworks show tonight Happy fourth, everyone. This will come Happy out. Happy <laughs> uh, Way after the fourth. This will come out on Wednesday, July 26th. But we are recording <laughs> so everyone understands how far in advance we do this stuff. We're recording currently on the 3rd of July. So Independence Day is tomorrow. Um, but yeah, we're going to go see a fireworks show tonight. Hang out with some friends. Go to some food trucks. Um, and then tomorrow I'll probably just be editing a podcast and, um, yeah, I don't know. Lately I've just been really into my writing. I've been, how many words did I get into the other day? 24,492 words. That's 81 pages and not even a third of the way there based on my current goal of 90,000. So (laughs) 90,000 is like a standard book right it's like a average novel yes Twenty-four thousand been... words how long have you worked been working on twenty-four thousand words uh i started writing this last year sometime probably in like um august or september but like i went when we were moving i mean i went months without touching it and then I didn't touch. I really went through this like rut when I stopped of not being able to do any of the creative things I like to do. Um, So I wasn't, I couldn't even write in my journal. I wasn't able to like edit photos. I had no energy to put anything into my business. And I'm not going to lie to you. I still struggle with it. But with my writing, I have been able to sit back down and kind of do it. I try and do it after um, Danny goes to bed. I really like to write at night. Apparently the house is like dark and quiet and like the outside noises are quiet and I can just sit in here and taters on her little perch and write until burnout or write at least 300 words. And I have a goal on my goal board to have the first draft of this book done by January 18th of 2024. So I've got to really buckle down if I want to keep to my goal. Yeah. You'll get there, man. You'll freaking get there. But other than that, that's all that's been really going on. I just feel like there's so much I should be doing for my business. And if I want to like increase profits and whatnot, but at the same time, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm so overwhelmed by all the things I do that I would like to really just figure out one or two things to focus on instead of trying to accomplish everything under the sun 
that I've started. So we'll see. Classic ADHD, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have as bad as some people do. I really um, do feel like you could say anything about like oh yeah, any like struggle you might have in life, and it could be like completely your own struggle, like any person, and anyone will be like, "That's a symptom of ADHD." <laughs> like it's <laughs> You think so? <laughs> oh yeah, forgot something at the grocery store. ADHD. <laughs> like, well, not quite. Like it's tough to decipher that shit, but no, I think growing uh, up, I really had examples of because I do have siblings who have diagnosed severe ADHD, and mm-hmm. there you do get as much as I just preach that it's still okay to accept help even if you don't think it's as bad as others. Like I do very much compare my struggle with it to them, and I'm just like I don't struggle near as much, so like I, I have nothing to complain about and. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. That's not fair. That's not fair to you. It isn't fair, but at the same time, it is really hard for me not to do that. So I guess I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> You're like the worst type of person, Brianna. A preacher that doesn't <laughs> believe in anything I preach about. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm gonna yeah. go and I, I even told myself I was like that's not we don't need to get like too into the whole ADHD talk but then like you just kind of casually brought up therapy and everything and I was like all right I guess this is happening <laughs> it's so funny when you you think you're not going to talk about something and then like it's that's a, maybe it's because you're trying to suppress it from your yeah, brain it's, that it it's immediately in the, comes out <laughs> you're like don't talk about it but like even just saying like even thinking about not talking about it puts the topic in your head so then yep. you're just gonna freaking talk about it <laughs> I but. feel like I've just been in waiting mode for this to talk about it. No, to, oh, for this for appointment. appointment. I was like, I need because again. Do you ever feel sure. like these are therapy sessions? Yeah, kind it of. feels good to talk. It feels good to talk about it, even when we don't talk about like things that are bu- bugging me. Like it's still um, nice just to get the energy up and talk to someone who I don't talk to all the time. You know, just about random shit. Yeah, it's fun. Oh. I don't have thanks. anything to say, listeners, other than thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> and if you here. think you need if, help if with something, if, seek out help. <laughs> just get it. There's and no shame th- in it. <laughs> and if someone's shaming you for it, fuck, fuck them. Fuck that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Get yourself some help. You might not have it as bad as some others, but that means you don't have a bad, you know. It doesn't mean your problems aren't valid. Exactly. See you guys. Bye.